Boom, I hit it. We're, uh, we're recording. And I like it because it's, uh, it's, it's cozy, it's handheld, and this is actually the first original recording uh, spot. Oh, yeah. We did the episode Full that circle, never... Because anniversary? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that never aired. That never aired. Well, it's, it's like most uh, Virgin podcasts that the, the first episode isn't usually video. Most of them is just audio. Right, right. Yeah. But we went video right away. I think episode it's two episode was video. Two. Yeah. But here, you want me to toss these? It's just, it's just yeah, it's just a little barrier. Uh, a little DMZ. It's okay. DMZ, yeah. bringing it back to when we were in Europe. Because the three of us had originally started the podcast before the third member decided to go separate ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not dead. No, no, no. no he's, he's very he's much very, alive. Very much alive. Actually, he makes an appearance in the last one. At yes. least his body does. He, and in other episodes, he was our beer boy. He was our beer boy. And I've actually spoken with him about that, potentially mm-hmm. reprising said role. And he said in that capacity, he might be a little bit more interested. See, now, something that I don't even know if we should be discussing this on the pod. I was in the shower and... Anytime you're in the shower, it's pod worthy. And uh, I was having shower thoughts. Like we all do. And I was like, pull that shit up, Diego. (laughs) Really? And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, that could be it. (laughs) He could be our Jamie. Yeah, he, the thing the is, he, I don't think he wants mention of his name at all. He, we could give him an alias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, should we bleep it now that we're actually telling it? Yeah. Okay. I'll just bleep his name, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so we'll, we'll give him an alias, and then no one will know it's him. People, but, people will know, but yeah. I mean, the inside scoop will know. Yeah. But it's good that when we're talking about shit, that in the moment, he could pop shit up, since he's very good at bringing shit up. He was very good at up. pulling stuff up. Um and also to we give him a, like a Stephen Hawking voice oh, off could, to the side. Yeah, robot his voice <laughs> yeah. and everything. Um but it's also cool to have him be involved again. Yeah, I think it would bring a, a nice brevity. Since he has so much free time right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um said friend is doing very well for himself in his career of his band right he's really good at social networking and putting and putting shit out there he which, has been more active with it which could be beneficial for us as well yeah is what i'm saying including him back in all, all in all it's gonna be a transaction that benefits both parties yeah mostly i, us. I, I don't foresee it being an issue mm-hmm. per se per se but it would be great to have him back i think uh Gruesome twosome is always good. Gruesome twosome, but when you have the uh, the trifecta going, mm-hmm. the trifecta. I mean, what's stronger than a triangle? You know, that's the that's actually the most stable, stable shape. You know, mm-hmm. so hopefully he rejoins us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I um, we didn't pod last week, but we had something in the bank. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but we're back. We're, we're back, back, and uh, well. Touching on the the reason why we didn't pod, I, I had somewhat of a gripe. Right. Because uh, yeah. you mentioned it. Uh, I was told that one thing was going to happen, and at the last minute, another it didn't thing. fucking happen. Yeah, another thing happened. Another fucking thing happened. And 
All I got to say is communication is key, people. Mm-hmm. It helps relationships stay stable and, and flourish. Fri- and friendships alive and flourish. So I want to apologize Thank for you. what happened. Thank you. Um, I will accept responsibility in take that. Take the L. Take the L. Yeah, I'm going to take the L on that. Um, I've, been, I've been a little preoccupied. With, for valid reasons. Appreciate the valid reasons, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's been a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. Some, some that I touched on and some... Uh, that don't need to be mentioned. Some that don't need to be mentioned, for sure. Uh, I am going to mention some stuff, but yeah, I do, I do want to apologize uh, for that miscommunication last week. Don't think uh, if if something like that ever happens again, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think if you reach out to me, you'll get a much better picture. Yeah. On uh, yeah. What what but, what was but, to happen? The scenes of the event. Yeah. Right. It's all good. Yeah. But other than all, pretty good. Uh, had a little shindig here at the house where we're shooting from right now. Beautiful house. Way better than my place. Thank you. Thank you. No, your your place is splendid. It's got character. Plus, you got that neighbor of yours that always wants her move, her furniture moved, but <laughs> right. never moved. Yeah. Yeah. She just wanted to talk to us, dude. Pretty much. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Because you have to admit, at one point, she was just like, so what are you guys up to? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She, she's, a, she's, a, she's lonely and- uh, She got her cats. She has one cat. She has one cat. She has her cat. Yeah. She has a, a you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of a sad story. Um, you saw her harp. Yeah, she she's a harpist. She uh, she played for the L.A. Opera for many years. She studied in Poland, Mexico. She's originally from Mexico, and uh, so that was her profession originally. That was her profession originally. She was huh. she was a professional harp player, and interesting. Uh, yeah, and now she runs the San Diego Opera. Interesting. I thought. I gave her a completely different backstory. <laughs> really? What was it for? Yeah. Let me hear what you think. And then I'll, and then I'll, uh, I'll give the heartbreaking tale. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you want to flip it? You want the heartbreaking tale? And then, and uh, then you no. can give me the... No, no. So I thought that... Again, like, I never talked to her. Right, right. So, like, just from the little peaks that I could go in, you know, seeing from her door, because she always has her door open. Right. And the times that she's invited us in. Uh... I was like, she has a lot of painting and she has an easel. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. And she paints at her yeah. window. I always see her painting. Yeah. I never see her playing the harp. Yeah. I just thought it was decorative because, yeah. you know, she likes style. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so she's a painter. Right. Heard the accent. I was like, oh, she's a foreign painter. Yeah. As in, like, she came here to paint. Right. This is her profession. Yeah. She sells paintings because yeah. she's always got something new going it's on. It's true. She does. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right. So she, she said she was going to paint me something a, a year ago. I yeah. still haven't seen it. So I'm like, she's an artist. Yeah. She's an artist. So yeah. I'm over here. And, I'm, and so the day that she asked us to move the furniture, uh, I messaged my lady. I was like, hey, like I met Brian's neighbor. She's she's like an artist. You know, yeah. She paints. And yeah. I don't know what she does, but it looks like she's doing well. So she must sell paintings or right, something. Right, right. And she in law was like, oh, so... She lived by herself. She got a boyfriend or something. And I was like, I don't know. The guy probably died or something. Am I? You're, 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 you're not wrong. All right. All right. So I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, she probably, he, he probably died or something. She's yeah. just like living off the earnings in America. That's where you're wrong. But yeah, go uh, on. Okay. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, what a cool story. <laughs> Sorry. So Touching tale. Yeah. So yeah. tell me where I'm wrong. So um, her, it was her husband. Husband did pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, she, 
I think she doesn't play the harp anymore. So, he died? in a sense, yeah. So she met her husband through the opera. He was a composer, and so they spent many years, yeah. essentially playing together and all that. Yeah. And then uh, he he died fairly suddenly. <laughs> oh my god! Like and so as, at home, I don't, I don't, I didn't really get into the details. Oh. She just, she just kind of told me like, basically, after he passed away, well, like she, at the opera. No, no. Like, <laughs> after he passed away, she uh, couldn't bring herself to play anymore. Uh, I mean, Basically, every time she like gets close to her, like the urge, like she's just she breaks down. Yeah. So she can't play anymore. She just like she can play. She still you know remembers, knows everything. With PTSD. In her. Pretty much, yeah. And so I think now she's substituted with the playing what? with with painting. Uh, so but yeah. the harp is still there. The harp in, is still there. I think view. maybe like uh, maybe as like a reminder. But she doesn't play it. Yeah. So she needs to move on. <laughs> no, move on in a sense it's like, okay, like if, if you're really giving up the harp, get it out of your living room. So what? So, so you she can tell have, her. So she you can tell have, her that. Yeah, I will. You, know you tell yeah, her that. So, you're fucking cold. I was like, this is a heartbreaking tale. <laughs> like, I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> no. Because yeah. it's like, because to me, it's like, it's a lousy excuse to have your your guests feel pity for you, right? Because it's like, oh my god, you like the harp? You you play it? Yeah, I played it years ago. Okay, and it's like it's like, well, why don't you play me a song right now? She's right. like, I can't. Yeah. Every time I look at it, I cry. It's like, then why is it here, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you're very much a person that throws things away rather yeah, rapidly. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As but I'm I am a happy medium because I do consider myself a pack rat as well. Yeah, but these pack the th- the things that you you're packing that you hoard in a sense, mm-hmm. I don't think are the sentimental things. They're things that hold sentimental value, like concert tickets, like mm-hmm. shit like that. Wh- but like, is it? Sen- but what I mean by sentimental is like significant other. I feel like you toss those oh, things. Oh no, yeah, yeah I you toss. toss that that's shit what I'm away. saying. You toss those things. Yeah, you're asking this woman to toss her harp out. Yeah, <laughs> because of her. It's not even a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Yeah. A husband. Yeah. that she had from has a son with. Yeah, and you're like, and you're like, give it to the sun. Get it out, man. Yeah, get it, give it to the sun. Be like, hey, you he's know, not a musician. So be like, put this in your living room. He's an architect. Put this in your living yeah, room. Build a house and put it in yeah. there. And then, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then people be like, oh, you play the harp? No, actually, my mom played the harp. And yeah. then they'll have to deal with the fucking sad story right. and the and the guest. Yeah, yeah, it's still his dad that died. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> he may not want it. He's yeah. like, no, this is an object that my mom used to play, but since my dad died, she <laughs> she doesn't want to play and can't have it in her room. So she gave it to me. Are you trying to say that the way I process things is... It's a little harsh. It's harsh? It's harsh. Uh, we're, we're, we're learning a lot because we discussed this last mm-hmm. week where... Where I think uh, we thought that I was the one with uh, oh yeah the, the cold the cold yeah the coldness. but I think we're learning that actually <laughs> I'm very soft and sensitive <laughs> kind of shit. a kind of a bitch yeah, yeah. I'm soft as baby shit <laughs> yeah. kind of a bitch and uh, uh, yeah it's funny because I was so la- last weekend I had, when I told her I had the shindig uh, good friend Jilly comes up by. And she's, I don't know how, I think he's, we were just drunk at this point, wine drunk. Yeah. That we started talking about 
marriage proposals because she's got her guy in New York, and you know I got. Oh, my, they're still they're still a thing. Yeah, and I got my lady here, and then we were, we were like we were her and I we were just spitballing like what like the ideal proposal would be. Right. And and she and she told me hers like how what what she would want something her. extravagant like Central Park kind of yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like what she would want like her guy to do for her, and she was like, well, what'd you want to do? Yeah. And you like, I want dinner and a movie. No, <laughs> no, no. So I was. I, I, I said this as a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you say some you say some weird shit just to get a reaction sometimes. Right, right. But like in a way, like in the back of my head, like, but they'd be it'd be kind of cool if I pulled it off. <laughs> like, so 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 do I'll, you want to give it away or because I know I'm not gonna do it. Okay, I know I know okay. I'm not gonna do it because it it could go so wrong in so many ways. Or you're playing a game, you're like, I'm not gonna do it. No, 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 I know, I know I'm not going to do this because especially in today's climate, like I, I, I know it could go wrong in so many ways, but the reason, the reason why I think it's funny and because of like the whole, like I could, if I could pull this off, Mm -hmm. because it has a little bit of the implication in it. Okay. So, you know, (laughs) you're going to marry me. (laughs) So, so Jilly's telling me like this beautiful story about how she wants it. I want, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't mood. remember. Right. <laughs> but and and I'm and I'm just like trying to think of like what's the most like the opposite, like the most fucked up right, thing, you right, know, right. To, to counter it. So yeah. I'm like, oh, like I want to be like in a restaurant, you know, like with all my friends and law and stuff, and like. I don't know. Some masked men come in, like they, you know, they bitch slap the waitress. And yeah. They point a gun in my face, and you know, and they're like, "Where is it? Where is it?" <laughs> yeah. You know, and then everyone's freaking out, and then they grab Law and they put her in front of me, yeah. and they're like, "If he doesn't tell me the combination right now, I'm gonna blow his fucking brains out." You know, <laughs> something like that, and yeah. and she's crying, and then and then she and then you know the guy's like, "Any last words?" And I'm like, "Will, Will you, you marry, marry me?" me? <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I say that, Jilly looks at me. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> the, gun, the gunman like drops the gun, and he's just like, "Hey!" You know, they all pull out a banner <laughs> and like throw flowers and shit. There's a there's a similar. I feel like I'm the only person in our friend group that has ever that watched this show. But there's a similar uh, episode in the show How I Met Your Mother that's kind of like that. I've never seen like more than 10 minutes of an episode. Okay. But it's been playing on the background like at my cousin's house. Right, right. My cousin Martin has like the box set and yeah, he watches yeah. it constantly. So yeah. There, there's, a, there's a scene where uh, the character Barney wants to ask out uh, a, uh, like a waitress or whatever mm-hmm. and fakes a whole like medical emergency, like paramedics yeah. come in <laughs> and all that. And it's kind of similar like, like uh, like what like last words or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, "Give me your number." <laughs> yeah, like kind of shit. Like, and, then, and then she's like, "What?" And, everybody, and then like you hear the paramedics like, "Give him your number." <laughs> and then the whole bar's doing it. And he stands up. And he's like, "Yeah, give me your number." Yeah. Oh, that kind of shit only happens on TV because um, I could wear a mask. She's not gonna know. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, or like another one is like, you know, like Lonar, like. You know, walking down the street and like a cop like comes by and it's like, hey, sir, can I talk to you for a second? Can I get some ID? Yeah. And you know, like he sees my ID, he's like, step out of the car. No, 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 no. We're walking. You know, yeah, he's yeah. just like, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out of my vehicle real quick. Run, scan you real quick. Right. And he comes back and he's like, you're under arrest. You yeah, know, yeah, he handcuffs me and everything. Are you aware they're like five warrants? Yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's like, and you know, Lost Freedom's like, what do you do? What do you yeah. do? And he's like, he'll tell you. And then he's like, will you bury me? <laughs> 
She's just like, what? <laughs> All great ideas. <laughs> All phenomenal ideas. Again, but in today's climate, that wouldn't happen. You know, like there'd be a bunch of people around with cell phones being like, he didn't do it. Like, and yeah, then they'd be but... like, it's a racial thing. Then I'll get. You'll go viral. Yeah. You'll go viral. And it may spin the whole racial videos on its head. I'll be the next TikTok viral <laughs> sensation. Yeah, you never, you don't know. <laughs> Marriage proposal gone wrong, then saved by the community. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice, it's yeah, a nice they gesture. Stomp out the police yeah. officer. It's like black, he's black like, lives I, I was hired. I was, I'm not even a real cop. <laughs> yeah, it's like a paid actor. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm from the La Jolla Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, these are these are these are wonderful ideas. Yeah, but again, like. This I just, digress. This is just how, I guess, how weird my mind thinks. I guess how cold I am, where I think that some dark humor thing is going to make some beautiful moment. It just, it just. Yeah, but I think, I, I think the only reason you did that was because of. Because uh, I wanted to say some dark shit compared because, to. Because, yeah, because. Yeah, because. She said something probably like, like I said, like fairy tale, like fairy tale, Central Park, or even yeah. like rooftop yeah. in Manhattan, like kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like. Maybe. I mean... Actually, she said Grand Canyon. Oh, okay. I figured, and why? Because that's where her daughter yeah, lives. Because she, she was like, yeah, like, Grand Canyon is like a perfect proposal place. Mm. Too monochromatic. It's Jilly's world, dude. I don't <laughs> fucking know, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean it, it's, it's, again, it's, a, it, it's a beautiful wonder. Because for me, perfect is like having a gun to my head. Like, any last words, you know? <laughs> And we definitely have different, different <laughs> ideas of perfect. Yeah, because yeah. she, you know, because she's. What if she's like, if I say no, like, yeah, like, right, yeah, you know that <laughs> you might as well, because like, what's gonna hurt more, you know? <laughs> what, like maybe you'll feel the initial like yeah. entry, and you're like, ah, then you're done. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a yes, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. You're like fuck, <laughs> the old ball and chain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I mean. I'm so far off from thinking about marriage. I don't even know if I'll ever get married. I think about it, but just not anytime soon. You know, it's funny. I just, I literally had the, the conversation this morning about uh, marriage uh, with my dad. He called me, not not like marrying my dad. That's not, that's, no, that's kind of how it sounded like. Like, 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 did he do the dad talk? It was like, so when, when we gonna, when you're gonna settle down <laughs> not not exactly like that i've actually i commend my parents for never actually like putting pressure on me like that you're lucky yeah <laughs> but i will say um given the recent health issues my, my father's been having and uh so far knock on wood everything's been good with my mom mm -hmm. and um but given everything, he he called me and told me that he's like going to start working on his will. Mm. And uh, he's like, you and your mom, <clears throat> yeah, your mom and I are going to start doing this. And then this way, you know, if, you know, either one of us or both of us go potentially at the same time, like, like oh, pretty much you're all, you know, like taken care of, like all, and I'm just kind of like, you know, it's like, it's like 9 a.m. And I'm all, hey. It's kind of heavy, <laughs> heavy Sunday conversation to have right now, you know, like, yeah. and, and I, and I told them, I was just like, well, you know, hopefully it's not anytime soon because also at the same time, it's like, then I'm like actually alone, alone. Yeah. I was like, I don't have any siblings. 
Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, but you won't have anyone to fight over the stuff. with." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I was like, you have a point there. But, I, and I told him, but I said like, ultimately, like literally my first notion was like, I will officially be alone. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I uh, resonated with the movie the night before Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Cause he loses both of his parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he's like, and then, so that's what my dad brought up. He's like, yeah, that's actually kind of why, um, your mother and I would actually love to see you like settle down, like meet, meet someone and, you know, mm-hmm. potentially he's like, even if it's not like you guys get married, but maybe it's, it's someone you're serious about. And that he's like, cause we don't want you to be, she's like, he's like, we see that and we, we don't want you to be alone. And I was like, Ooh. fuck dude. It was just such a heavy, mm-hmm. heavy conversation to have. Like I said, like at 9am and yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, you, it's, it's crazy that, all of this is happening and you're going through this because when I was 15, 16, when, no, when I was 17 and again, when I was 18, my parents were already writing a will <clears throat> and it wasn't because of, you know, we're just, we're, we're fucking immigrants. We're scared that we're going to get shot like on the right. fucking corner. So right. like, we just want to make sure, you know? So I just remember going again, when I was 17, going to like some office here in San Diego, yeah. signing some papers, not knowing really what was going on. And then at 18, going down to Mexico and signing some papers. Yeah. And then again, not really knowing what's going on. And it wasn't until like a couple, I want to say like two years ago like that I received like some letter in the mail, like just basically as an update, like statement balance or something. Yeah. Of like... Cause for, cause I, I, at the, around the same time I filed for life insurance for me Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, wait a minute. So how long ago was this? I mean, I'm 30 now. So 12 years ago. Damn. You filed for life insurance that early. Yeah. Wow. You're set. So I just remember that I called it. Um, I was like, Oh fuck. Like we were doing my parents will. Yeah. Like, like. I basically signed off on like something that like their death. Exactly. Yeah. It was like I like I didn't even process that in the moment. I was just signing papers. I was right. just trying to feel like an adult. I think I think when you do it at that age though, because also your parents are younger, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't hit as hard. Exactly. But That's once what I'm once they start developing, I don't know how your parents are health wise, mm-hmm. but once they start developing some health issues, then it becomes a little real, and you're yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah, but my dad went through the the shingles thing yeah i remember i looked at him in the fucking like he looked like he looked like someone like beat beat him up dude yeah like his face is all deformed and shit and i was just like what the fuck happened to you yeah <clears throat> and then that's when it started like hitting me i was like and the way that the way that they were treating him like like because my dad's like over 60 mm-hmm. so the way they were treating him like like he was like elderly, elderly yeah and i was like He's not elderly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I was just like, what's going on? You know? And then that's when it started just all, it flooded me for completely. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it was a growing moment for me because I completely abandoned and forgot about all the fucking reservations and things I ever had against my dad and everything. Right. Like, that all went out the window, dude. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Serious, yeah, like, yeah. like, <clears throat> if he doesn't get better from this, and like, 
he might leave. You know, like yeah. you start going through that rabbit hole. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, how am I? Like, what am I gonna need to take care of? Like, yeah. you know, like everything. So yeah, like I, I could compl- like I know exactly how how you're feeling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's while I've I, man, I uh, I was just telling um. I was just telling someone this not too not too long ago, actually, uh, and I I think I'd only actually told one other person. I'm surprised it was this guy that I told. I think it was just one of those drunken nights oh, that just blabbering. Yeah. yeah, but I I I've pondered death for a long time, like much earlier than like a kid should. Oh, and like. But like really fast forwarded in the future. And I remember there's a picture that always uh, stuck with me. And I recently just discovered the picture again. Mm-hmm. I used to have it in my room. It was, uh, <clears throat> it was a picture of me and my dad riding an elephant. I'm like four years old or something mm-hmm. like that. And I remember vividly uh, looking at that picture before bedtime. And I'm still like four years old, maybe mm-hmm. five. Maybe, but I think I'm four. Balling. I just start bawling. Mm-hmm. And my dad comes in. He's like, what's going on? Like, why are you crying? And in my head, I'm like, you're going to, like, I'm like, you're going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> yeah. Honey, he's like, what do you know? <laughs> you know? Honey, honey, pack the bag. <laughs> he's got a bomb in here. So like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Were um, you not blinking when you said yeah. that? <laughs> just like, you're going to die. <laughs> like, you're going to die. <laughs> honey, the kid is broken. <laughs> I've got a broken kid. Yeah. So, so literally since then, I've always kind of, uh, and I think it stems from the knowledge of, of his, he, he found his dad dead when he was like six years old, yeah. him and his brother and sister. And to this day, that's like a repressed thing that he doesn't <laughs> talk about. He still doesn't know what caused it. His yeah. dad was like only in his mid to late forties. Yeah. So I think I like had knowledge of that already at a very young age. And like, I still always kind of held it like thinking like he's going to just like drop dead for no reason. Yeah. And I just always wanted to know why, you know? So, so like, uh, you know, fast forward now, I literally December, my dad gave me a box of like photographs, old photographs and the photo was in there. And so like rehashed it. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fuck dude. That's some shit. And then like, I, and then the fact that he's going through shit right now, I'm just like, holy yeah. fuck. It's all, it it's, brought, brought it back. Yeah. It's all like really becoming like this Real. reality. Fuck dude. And We've never talked about this before. No, this, this is interesting. Pod talk. I've, I've actually, I always thought I was different in the sense where, cause I, I thought about death at a very young age too. How, like, young, how young are we talking to? Like. I'm talking about like first grade. Yeah, so so yeah, not so, much older. You're five so or six in to first the grade. Point where, because of how fucking crazy, fanatic, religious my family was at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> they thought I was like what what's, what's the fucking word that they that they that they used? <sighs> I don't know. I, I remember it was it was a color, like indigo or something like oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's indigo you're an indigo child indigo yeah, baby they, they, whatever. They, and then they made me go through all this fucking like that's your mother by the way yeah i know shit <laughs> <laughs> no, 
So yeah, and and then like I just remember being a kid and be and my mom and like all my aunties and grandmas like yeah he talks to spirits and shit. And I'm, like, and I'm like, what's going on? So apparently, apparently my mom says that when I was like fucking four or five, yeah, that I drew. Up on a napkin, yeah. a picture of a truck, yeah. a fucking coffin on on the like the bed of it, yeah. and like me riding a horse <laughs> behind it, like following it. And my mom's He's like, "What's death?" And my mom's like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, it's me, like going to Auntie Ita's funeral." Yeah. And it was like, but Auntie Ita isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I just remember, but I remember like, <laughs> she's not dead yet. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait till I get my hands on her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. No, but because I remember that days before that drawing, yeah. we went to go see, I only met my Auntie Ita like three times. Right. And she was. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, my grandma's older sister. Okay. So she was old. Old. And she was already like... How old? Oh, she's fucking old. And I just remember like, first time, like being a fucking like a kid, you're like four or five years old and you yeah. and the first time you meet this motherfucker, like she's laying around with tanks and tubes yeah. and shit. Yeah. You're just like, like, that's not a person. It's, it's a machine. You know? like, so I just remember- I've seen Star Wars. This is some shit right here. So I just remember that they were tough. I just remember you, when you're a kid, you listen to conversations from adults and you don't know what they're talking about. You right. just hear words. Yeah. And I just remember one of my aunties saying like, oh, like she doesn't have much time. Mm -hmm. So days pass. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess time passed. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, so, because you know why? Days as a child is forever. Exactly. So I just remember like, I'm going to get ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to draw this out. <laughs> Do some art. <laughs> so, some morbid yeah. ass shit. So people, when they're morbid, be like, you know, I, I can't prepare. Like, this is what I brought. So, like, put it in the casket. Yeah, like, so she has to then remember me. <laughs> so yeah. So ever since then, my, my mom, my answer was like, oh, he sees something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like he's different. <laughs> so yeah, I always thought about that. I remember being a kid and then like, being with, like, it sounds fucked up, but like being with like my sister, like holding her is like, she's going to grow up. Yeah. And then we're not going to be here. Yeah, right. Like, Damn. Yeah. Or like, I, or I always had like, I don't know why, dude. I'm, I'm like, I guess being vulnerable. And like, I've never said this before, but like, I always, I always thought that I was going to die, but like, a, like a ricochet bullet or something like, oh, like okay. wrong place, wrong time. Right. Like, right. <clears throat> like, you know, or like my mom accidentally backs into me and she, yeah. she doesn't hear me cry. She just <laughs> runs me over. Like, I don't know. Like I, so you, okay. So, and then like, and then it's funny. Like I'll have those thoughts. And then that night I'll have dreams of like me seeing everyone else's life after I've passed, like mm. how they deal with it. How like, like an astral projection? Yeah, exactly. Like if they move, up. yeah, I don't know. Dude. I'm fucked up. I'm weird. No, I've, I've, the drugs. I've had, I've had, uh, I've had notions like that. I think that's just a delusion of grandeur to like really think like, like, oh, my spirit's gonna like. I want to see. Oh, that I mean anything that people. Yeah, are gonna, like, like, yeah, people, like, yeah. Oh, lose their mind. People are gonna lose their jobs and houses. I mean, obviously, those that care are gonna be like really, Destroy, really, yeah. really, but, yeah. You know, we'll move on. Yeah, um, that's so interesting though. But like. Yeah, I've had I've had similar what Puerto Rican Day Parade. The right, the gun. So 
So you thought that was the moment. You're like, here it is. <laughs> I thought that was my moment because you're like, Diego's gonna kill me by standing here. Because <laughs> I knew, because I knew that like if shit was gonna get real, and I saw Diego standing there, that like I would have to like pull him, throw him, and like give my back to the shooter, and then I would right. get shot like eight times, <laughs> fall into Diego's arms, and yeah. he's like, no, and I'm like, and then you're like, I knew you'd be the death of me. <laughs> and you're like, I don't forgive you. <laughs> 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 something to haunt his ass forever yeah. yeah no but yeah so and i actually made this joke on the pod and it was a joke but it was actually what i was thinking at the time that like you know that like he pulled out the gun and he's like ah, uh-uh. <laughs> like, and then that bullet goes through him and it hits me in the leg or something right, yeah. as i'm running away hits your artery yeah yeah i've never i never thought i was gonna die uh suddenly like that i Part of me actually still thinks it's going to be some sort of health related, like cancer or something that's going to take me out. I always younger. knew. I always knew. <laughs> like it yeah. happened already. But yeah. like I always had this idea that I don't want to jinx it either, but like that I would never really be the cause of my premature death. Mm. That it would always be car accident wrong place wrong, wrong time, time yeah. something like that like i'd be a martyr somehow like, <laughs> i'm so good <laughs> yeah because yeah. your heroic story like i'm gonna save diego yeah, get, get shot, shot get like, lit up yeah. get lit up it, it was like a revolver too <laughs> it wasn't like like yeah. <laughs> oh my god well you don't know what if he like he does that old western thing where he's, he's like, like pop, 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 pop. yeah i mean he yeah. the fucking trigger <laughs> or the hammer, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Or, or like, I, like earlier, like the, the, the fucked up wedding proposal. Like it's supposed to be planned, you know. It's the, the right. Alec Baldwin's me. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Ah. Oh my god, how horrific! I was just with my brain matter in yeah. her hands. Like, yeah. All, I do. Like, all Jackie O. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You just get JFK'd in front of her, oh my god. dude. <laughs> um. Going, going back to obscure. Not going back to it. Be, it. This is in pod talk. We've talked about this in the in the past. But Joey Diaz, how when he explains how good marijuana is, mm-hmm. he always says like, "Oh, this is the weed that like killed Bourdain." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, his my favorite one. He says is, "This is the weed that killed Kennedy. He took two hits and it made his head explode." <laughs> <laughs> He's so graphic. I love it, dude. I love I, I love it too. I mean, honestly, he's there, he's gonna die soon too, dude. Yeah, I think uh, last time he was on, uh, fuck, it wasn't on Rogan. He hasn't been on Rogan recently. In like a year or two. Yeah, I forgot where I heard it on, but he was talking about like some other health issues <clears throat> that he's that he's had, and I'm just like, fuck, man, like, and I think it just stems from from the weight. And the Primarily, twenty five like, years of cocaine use. Yeah, but I think it's like if you just lose the weight. <laughs> no, it's just like the dude always talks about doing you know diets here and there, but it's like there's been zero change in that weight to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah, you're not trying that hard, you know. What? Well, so one thing that I I've come to terms with a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Or I guess I realized a long time ago is that you you can take supplements, you can you can be healthy, yeah. you can do all the things, or you can't. You can be unhealthy, eat shit, and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the day, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah. And 
doing the right thing, eating healthy, exercise and everything, you're just not prolongs the inevitable. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna live you're not gonna live forever. You're not right. gonna necessarily I guess it's it's irresponsible to say live longer, but because you will. But it's like it's like dentistry. Like you're just buying yourself time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're prolonging the inevitable. Yeah, like <clears throat> you know, that's that's the way uh that's the way my dad looked at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem with viewing it that way is like, yeah, you're not wrong, but um, you suffer, I think, more. Yeah. You, because for, for in his case, for example, it's just like, because he's, he's now admitted, he's like, that was fucking stupid. Because like, now I'm having to deal with all this other shit. And it's like, yeah, had I, you know, maybe even just gone to the doctor to get routine checkups, mm-hmm. blood work, shit like that. Maybe not eaten so many, you know, you know yeah. things like, things like that. <clears throat> you just like, yeah, you start suffering more. You start, you know, developing all these diseases, but also there's something to be said about just genetics in general. Cause there are some motherfuckers, some extreme outliers that, eat like shit, smoke and drink. Mm. And they're like 93 years old. And they're like, yeah, I'm still kicking, you know? Yeah. So, so it's like, what do we fucking know? Yeah, exactly. Every, and everyone's different too. Everyone's body's different. That Lemon body. <clears throat> Lemon body, 100%. I hate it. But you have to work with what you got. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, and, and it's, uh, it's true. It's unfortunate, but it's yeah, true. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, it's... At the end of the day, we're never going to be fully satisfied. Right. So might as well just work with what you got. Work with what you got. The, the, you know, play with the hand you're dealt. Yeah, exactly. I've always said this about like fucking like how I, how I carry myself on a day-to-day basis. Like every, like it's, life's a game of poker and every day you're getting dealt a new hand. It's up to you to play it or fold, you know? Yeah. There's some days where I just feel like fucking folding. Yeah. The anxiety is just... But those are the days that we're lazy. We don't go out. Yeah, I force <clears throat> myself to do a lot of shit. But just, yeah, because if you fold at every hand, you end up being broke. Right. Do you do you have anxiety? Like on the level that... Because... Um, like level of like me and Nick. I can't speak to how bad his is. Uh, but but he's, he's openly admitted he's on medication. It though, like, like what, what causes anxiety or like what are you anxious about? Or I honestly think it's a chemical thing for me, to be honest, at this point. Okay, but my, my question is in the sense of like when you're just sitting at home, mm-hmm. are you like, what's going on? Like, like, is there something behind me? Like anxious or scared? No, it's not, it's not, or... like, it's not like I'm paranoid that mm-hmm. someone's out to get me or anything yeah. like that. Um, cause big crowds make me anxious. Yeah. That, and, it, and it stems from paranoia in a sense. Yeah. Um, no man. It's sometimes, um, sometimes it, it, you don't even identify the trigger if there is a trigger. That's why I think it's, it's a chemical thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All of a sudden I could just be sitting there and palms get sweaty. Heart starts racing a little bit. And it's just an overall like I've had a lot of days like that, but I'm usually thinking about something, right? Or I'm watching something and it triggers it. It's because I like you know say like I'm but invested see, that's in what a I'm, show. That's what I'm saying. It <clears throat> it may not be a trigger at all. Yeah, 
I will, I will, I will, I will tell you that sometimes, yeah, it's like you don't, it's like almost like I don't have control of the thoughts. All of a sudden something just pops in and then I'm like, ah. Can I, can I, can I be honest with you yeah. about something? I don't like watching the UFC because, and I never really use the word anxiety. Yeah. But like, okay, not even the UFC. Any fight. On Reddit, like okay. fight videos and stuff. Yeah. You when, watch that shit all the time. But it's it's like, but I do it on purpose as like- Therapy? Therapy, like fighting my fear or something. Right. Because like when I watch those videos, my heart races. Yeah, mine does. Too. I get sweaty and I'm yeah. like, and I and it's almost like if I'm the one fighting. Oh yeah, that's common. At least for me. That's 100% like, and, and it's like, and then like, and it's almost to the point where it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. That I'm like, that like, I'll either, I'll have to like shut it down or yeah. I'll like switch videos. But yeah. <laughs> you know, like- Again, and and I do it because it's like it's like that fight it bitch like it's I think it triggers the fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like because if shit gets real, like what are you just gonna stand there like yeah. no like you know like that happens uh, especially when it's a it's the anticipation. Let's say I'm like uh, flipping channels or something, and I I like stumble upon a fight that's like round two, halfway mm -hmm. over or something. It doesn't happen then, but. It, <clears throat> the walkout. Oh yeah. Especially of a fight yeah. that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. It is anxiety. It's yeah. like performance anxiety yeah. where I'm like, oh my God. It's I do put myself in like his shoes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, but it, it, it's, it's definitely performance anxiety. It, it, it's, that's the same sensation I get before I hit the stage mm -hmm. all the time, all the time. But as soon as the music hits, as soon as that bell rings, it starts to go down. And then the okay. longer we're in it, it goes further, further. Let me tell you, I I think, I think I can tell you a little story about me that happened two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it relates, but maybe it does. Um, I I think I actually mentioned it to you, where I stumbled across on Reddit the subreddit narco footage. You did mention that. That I can't watch. And I and for weeks I was just watching these fucked up yep. videos. I think you mentioned it on the pod. Yeah, to the yeah. point that like I had to stop watching it because there was times where, where <laughs> like, like especially like being with my family in Rosarito and stuff that like I noticed that like I was getting scared to yeah. be in my hometown because of the shit I was watching on, on online. And then, and then I, and then like you know like I got stoned and I realized like oh like I'm just fixating myself with this shit and it's like there's you know like it's like i'm psychologically right. like conditioning myself and yeah. it's like this was going on with these right wingers you know like i just, yeah. I, just, I, just I broke it down you know yeah. so then so, yeah, i'm over it but it i what i'm getting at is like when when i mentioned earlier and i trigger myself to the sweaty palms because of some thought that i'm having yeah how do you how do you get out of that can you can you shift it's it's uh, it's almost like when you're it's almost like when you've gotten too too stoned and you start getting paranoid yeah and you start freaking out one trick that has always helped me and i know has helped like george and everyone else because we talk about it constantly is like you just have to remind yourself like oh like i'm just fucking high like yeah like but in this instance when the anxiety i say you're not high no i say yeah. like <clears throat> it's not happening like like right. like what the fuck am i worrying about like yeah i'm here right now like you know and i'll start like noticing like my surroundings like i'm not in any danger like what the fuck am i worrying about it's self-awareness is yeah. what it is. It reminds me of, uh, is it Seneca the Younger that said you suffer more in imagination than you do in real life? Yeah. I think it's something like that. That's why 
fuck. What's the word? It starts with an A, I think. It it's the opposite of a reverb room. It's the anima something room, the one that absorbs yeah, all. Yeah, where you can hear your heart. Yeah. That freaks me out. So they're saying that the reason why people freak the fuck out in there yeah. is because all they have is their fucking thoughts to listen to. And if you're right. not happy with yourself, you're fucking, you're going to drive yourself insane. I actually just saw something about that this morning where like this, the guy, YouTube channel, I think it's ASAP Science. Uh, he goes into the room. Yeah. And he spends two hours in there. One lit, one in darkness. Yeah. And when he's in darkness and you literally can't hear anything. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm like hearing my heartbeat. I'm hearing like blood flow through my veins. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is uncomfortable. Like, I realize that I, I don't like being with myself. Like, I've expressed I don't like hearing my heartbeat. I don't know if I've ever told you that. No. That, that freaks me the fuck out. And I think that's because... You don't really hear it on a day-to-day -day basis that if you were ever here, you would think that there's something going on with you. Like, why am I able to hear it? Like I, I this is why I fear it actually. <clears throat> uh, years ago, when I had like some cardi cardiology tests done, um, they told me I did have like a little something, but it's not quite an arrhythmia. And they they actually point out that they said you have a very small chest cavity, and so what. <clears throat> your experience is benign and actually a lot of people have it. But since your chest cavity is smaller, you're he's like, you feel it more. Mm. And when you feel it, and <clears throat> then when you could like also in a sense, hear it, cause sometimes I could hear it. He's like, it triggers your anxiety. So it's this feedback loop mm -hmm. and that makes it worse. Mm -hmm. So I hate hearing my heart. Yeah. I hate feeling my heart too. Like it freaks me the fuck yeah. out. I hate it. So like when you watch those Reddit Vite videos and you hear, and you feel that heartbeat and everything, like, uh, you know what? It's weird. The the Reddit fight videos don't really trigger as much for me. Um, granted, I don't really watch them all as much as you do. I'm endlessly scrolling through. <laughs> yeah, you you really are. Um, I don't know exactly. Like I said, sometimes I I can identify what triggers my anxiety, but sometimes it is. Uh, I'll give you an example. I was in a, I forgot what kind of, it was, it was a restaurant out in Boston a few years ago. And I was, uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time and all of a sudden we weren't, we weren't arguing. We weren't doing anything. It was just all of a sudden like sweaty palms, hearts racing, heart, chest feels tight, shortness of breath. You didn't see anything in your <clears throat> surrounding that may have. No. Nah. This is going to sound funny, but just her. <laughs> no. Maybe it was her. Dude. Yeah. No. And then, um, I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, I need, I need to get another drink, but, but, but I'm, I'm telling you, dude, like it gets to the point where like I start shaking too. And I'm like, like literally shaking. So the anxiety is like, yeah, it's, it's super fucking awful that, uh, I've considered medication to be honest. Well, But I don't, I don't want to just because also at the same time, it's like I, there are like alternative ways to deal with it and holistic ways. You got to get in touch with your roots or, or, you know, like exercise, <laughs> exercise is a big, is a big, big one where it really like combats that. Yeah. But I would just like to know like, man, really, like, isn't there another way? Like maybe just identifying some of these triggers, but I think it's more acknowledging it that would help you fight it. 
Like in in the moment when you're feeling it, you never just say to yourself, "Wait, this is just an anxiety attack." Because like I do, I do say that. Yeah, and then the, it again, doesn't like pass that, though. It's just like, but like for for me and like how I told you earlier, like what helps me is that self realization or like that self assurance, self like just like I'm here. Like this, it's just an anxiety attack. Like, it's just an anxiety yeah. attack, like, you know. But like it's gonna be all right. Like I'm, I'm fine. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's also, I think it also stems with like how secure you are as a person. I think you might be right more in that sense. Because. I'm very insecure. <laughs> no, like we're all insecure. We all have our insecurities, but like, yeah, like if I'm secure in a sense where like if. Well, the, re- the only reason why I've given myself this security is because of like training, I, if, for lack of a better word, in a sense where like if I were in any danger and I'm by myself, yeah, like I've gone through, I've practiced scenarios where like I can like emergency call someone or like I know I have someone to rely on or like right. call, you know, like I don't know. So like just having that, having those type of escape routes, I guess, brings me security mm-hmm. to where. I guess it minimizes the anxiety. I don't know. It's it's almost like when going to a restaurant and knowing exactly where the entrance and exit is. That brings me security. That 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 brings me you know, just talking about this, that brings me security and and you know, we designed the layout furniture speaking wise at my place mm-hmm. based on these yeah. kind of things. It's funny, it's actually funny we bring this up because so upstairs where my studio my home studio will be. Mm-hmm. Um I originally actually had the desk in the opposite direction. Right. And and I was not comfortable with it, but just because my lady, she has the feminine touch, she was like, but it looked aesthetically it looks better there. Right. In that little pocket. But yeah. I have <laughs> I have the fucking window right behind me. Yeah, you're like someone's gonna take me exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. And I'm, I'm telling her, I was like, I tried out for a day or two. I was like, I'm not comfortable here. Right. And my lady's like, well, why not? I was like, cause someone could just I don't know, fly a drone and like shoot it, like right. shoot me from behind. Like, like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fucking Jason Bourne. Yeah, I was just going to say Jason Bourne. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jason Bourne. <laughs> so it's, I don't know, dude. I guess I watched too many movies. I don't know. <laughs> I think the compromise with there because you have the staircase and the window right there. Mm-hmm. You actually have those in both line of sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be like the compromise. Yeah. Because I, I know what you said. That that is a uh, it is a irrational. Yeah, exactly. Completely <laughs> irrational. Someone's gonna scale this fucking side of the house. They're yeah. gonna shoot me. They're gonna snipe me from behind. Yeah. You know, I was having this conversation with Diego though about um, about my insecurity, and when I started telling him things, he was like, "Holy!" And now that you've seen the movies, I think you'll understand this. He was like, "Holy shit, dude! You really are Anakin Skywalker." Yeah. Because. Anakin's whole downfall was based on him banging his sister. (laughs) No, was based on him. No, that you're thinking Luke. I'm thinking Anakin Darth Vader (laughs) was based on his ability to not control the uncontrollable. But he was, he, he, he's the, he's the chosen one and has so much power, mm -hmm. but but he still ultimately can't in a sense where, not humans, not the right word. It's just like there is certain shit that's just out of your fucking reach, right? And like, and the insecurity is that he can't have 
domain. He can't have dominance over that. Yeah, but imagine imagine being told in the, in this in this hypothetical you know story. Mm-hmm. Imagine being told from such a young age like you are the chosen one, and the chosen one essentially can do anything. And then you're fed that lie. Yeah. Furthermore. By obviously an evil like yeah, entity, yeah. but like saying that like no, you Great have guy, by you, the way. yeah, you have the power to actually prevent death, mm-hmm. to prevent this, this, and that from happening. Those dreams that you have, those nightmares that you have, those fears, you have the power to make those not happen, not come true. Mm-hmm. And so, I suffer from that because my mind goes to worst case scenario all the time, and my anxiety is like, how do I prevent that from happening? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here's where we're different because my mind goes to worst case scenario, and my next thought is immediately like, okay, what? Like, I know my tools. What what tools I have? Like, how yeah. I'm gonna make it work? So right. it's it's more of like a security of like how like. But what do you mean how, make it work? As in like, my way of thinking, and it applies to everything, especially to this, is like, and I've said this to to my lady and to everyone. It's like, I'll figure it out. I'll, mm. I'll find a way out of it. Like right. I like I, I like I'm like I guess I'm secure in myself to this to the point where like if if something if any type of obstacle were to get in my way I'm not gonna freeze up. I'm like I'm gonna tackle it like on the spot in mm-hmm. the moment. Like so like I'm secure with myself like that. Okay, so that's a so that that is actually where you and I differ because you have the security and belief that you already have the skill set in a sense and if not like I'll figure it out right then and there right yeah. whereas i believe that i don't have the skill set i will i'm i'm with you in the same place like i will do whatever it takes to figure it out mm-hmm. but going into said scenario I, I believe i'm inadequate that mm-hmm. i don't have that skill set yet and i'm that's where i'm actually not secure and that's where it becomes overwhelming the best test for this uh-huh. is to do the escape room. Right. I've never done the escape room, but just the bare idea of it. But do you think that transcends to let's let's say in for a way example, because you're put in a situation where you need to figure out like find puzzle pieces together to MacGyver your way out. Right is what I assume is what it is. I've never done it. So pot idea. Pot idea. Uh, side note: I ran into the De La Rosa brothers on Friday. They want to hang. They want to hang. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do with them. Yeah. And um. And again. So and it, it's. I've done a lot of like team building exercises. Right. For like companies in the past. Yeah. And the one thing that I learned a lot from them is, yeah, the teamwork part of it, but it's it's actually like. Uh, figuring out puzzles or like getting yourself out of situations. It, it's like, it's using your fucking brain, dude. And if you're secure that you're smart enough that you can fucking, you know, put a puzzle together, then you'll figure yeah. it out. Like, it's, but I get, I guess, self assurance. That's a nice, that's, I think that, that, that can only go so far though. Because what, I, what I'm addressing is very similar to the Anakin thing in, in terms of like a death thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's something you just can't control. Yeah. And so... Like like I said, me dying from like a fucking ricochet or like... Right. I can't control or that. Or me dying from fucking cancer exactly. or something. You know what I mean? Like but, that, that's that's really... Like I have, a, I have a hard time letting go. Well, yeah, it's, it's... It's like I know I have to. It's just like everything that we're talking about seems like what those psilocybin therapies are all about. I've been so thinking about like 
like remember when we actually microdosed? Yeah. It was amazing, right? It was fucking phenomenal. I've I've literally been thinking about like, hey, if I can you do have to this, take like a god dose though. No, no, no. Because the, the 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 studies they're doing are, are microdosing like every day, and they're seeing a lot of promise with like PTSD victims and and people that suffer from yeah. anxiety disorders and whatnot. Like I'm I'm thinking of like trying to do like some controlled thing where it's like I'd be willing to do that in the sense that hopefully maybe like changes the brain chemistry like. Why fucking why not? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like what else do you have to lose? You're already exactly. fucked in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, it's just like. Just know that it may or may not work. Like, yeah. as it like like no expectations. Just right. do it. Just do it. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I guess I shouldn't put my like eggs all in that basket. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know. For me, it's it's like I just don't think that <clears throat> this craze with like the psilocybin therapy is you think it's a band-aid you think it's like temporary kind of because i kind of do too i kind of because i'm not saying it's not beneficial because i like my my first ever psychedelic experience was like a, a large fucking amount how many do, like grams do you remember i so it was in chocolate bars uh, and I don't know how how uh, much. So it wasn't. It yeah, was like it's, it's not regulated. And it was yeah. homemade, so it's not like right. some guy was like, "Oh yeah, I put like three hundred milligrams in this." You know, it was like, it's like I, I put a fistful in this cocksucker right here. Dude, speaking of this, I don't know if he has your number. If he did, he should have hit you up. Nick hit me up yesterday. He's like, "Dude, I just ate eight grams of mushrooms." <laughs> <laughs> when we had the pod with him, he was like, "Oh yeah, I ate shrooms on the way here." Like, yeah, what? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had eight grams yesterday, and he calls me, and he's just like. I fucking love you, man. He's like, let's 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 make music, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, I said that sober, man. Like, let's make music. Yeah, I'm down. So, so my first ever psychedelic experience was a very large dose, especially for a first timer, and my experience was more therapeutic than everything. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with you in the past that I, I like cried for three hours straight, right? And and it was almost like a death and rebirth in a way. And like I let go of all the things that were haunting me. And I don't know. Honestly, since then is when I had like that, like, fuck it mentality. Where it's like, Have things crept back up? No. See, well, I've, I've heard. Yes, I've, yes. Okay. But, but you deal with them better maybe? But I deal with them better now. Okay. It's more like, I don't need to do shrooms again. I've, like, heard, I've heard stories similar to yours. Where where they do like a god dose or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just like almost like miraculously cures them. And then I've heard your your what you're happening where it's like they creep up, but you, you just somehow are able to deal with them better. Yeah. And then I've heard uh, where it's like it's almost like a medication, like oh it's back, and this is I know what I have to do now in order to rid it for a certain amount of time. But that's a certain type of personality and characteristic. Right. That's what I'm saying. Those are different people. So but it, not it, you. De- it depends on the person because. Yeah. I'll put it like this. I, I recognize at a very young age that I have an addictive personality. Clearly, I'm addicted to my anxiety. Yeah, that's a one way of looking at it. So I I knew that the way it made me feel wasn't the first time mm-hmm. where I was like crying and yeah. almost feeling like puking or anything. Like I knew I didn't want that again. 
Right. And I'm not saying it cured me of my addiction, mm-hmm. like personality, but it, it kind of helped me be more self-conscious or not. That's such a bad word. I keep saying it. Like it's more aware. Yeah. Uh, like if I try a substance or something, it's like, oh shit, like you like it now. What about 10 yeah, years? Yeah, from now? yeah, be careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. To each their own. Also depends on where everyone is mentally. That's why I think when people do those retreats, at least the proper way, sometimes the shaman or whatever will be. What like, is the proper way, though? Well, I mean, in the, in the traditional sense, like where like they used to go to a, a legit shaman, like let's say you're in the Amazon or whatever. I've heard stories where the shaman will be like, no, you're not ready. No, can, can I. From from what I was told growing up is that when you go to those mm-hmm. retreats and stuff, you don't take the shrooms. The shaman takes the shrooms. The shaman is the one that connects to the spirit world and then brings down the knowledge towards you and heals you. It was... <clears throat> and, and I'm talking about ayahuasca, though. I'm talking about everything. So, apparent, so, again... Um, this is again just what I was told growing up. They're probably telling you that because they don't want you to like No, 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 but okay, so what I was getting at is that it wasn't until like Maria Western. Sabina got popular gotcha. that the people were like, I want to see this shit." <laughs> that right. they were like that like it wasn't until like westerners came yeah. that they were like that the participants ended up partaking in the ceremony. In that in that way, man. I, that before I don't know. that before it was it was it was specifically just for those that are able to connect to the spirit world. I've heard I've heard I've heard that, but I've heard that more um, that shamans did it often, mm-hmm. and they they were they were revered elders because yeah, if there was like wisdom needed in the community, they were the ones to connect to the spirits, yeah. and they would do it. But it I was I, I was still from my understanding of reading and watching videos was that others were still taking it too, but just not nearly as often as a shaman would. And then the shaman would be the ultimate determining well, maybe like deciding sp- factor. Special ceremonies, like yeah. holidays. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. I'm talking about for like the, re- like the typical retreat that supposedly is why right. people go. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't I know. Like people, like you said earlier, like it becomes a medication. I think that people just want to get high and they feel that like they they know that this can help with whatever symptoms they're doing it and it just becomes their fucking xanax yeah but if it's a, if it's like a because especially i'm, I'm speaking more in terms of like, of like ayahuasca because with ayahuasca I'm specifically about I, yeah, that yeah, one yeah yeah but like you do purge so so what I'm thinking is like it's a yearly ceremony and yeah maybe it's like one big xanax pill for the year but there's something to be said about purging, not just physically, but mentally. That if it's like a year, like yearly ceremony, an annual thing, then I think it's for the whole community. I don't think it was just the Isn't the shaman. there a spot in Texas that is legal to do ayahuasca ceremonies in the United States? And they're open seven days a week, 24-7. That's a cash grab though. I think- But that's because that's, that's how I see it. Because again- there are, there are some that are cash grabs, but the, the readings that I'm talking about are like- uh, for example, like Graham Hancock, when he was talking about uh, like old cultures of the Amazon, mm-hmm. where he wasn't doing these things. He was mm-hmm. literally like interviewing these yeah. people and listening about their past and their culture and how it's done. Yeah. 
So it wasn't like about Westerners going for these retreats. Like yeah. it was more like, no, this is what our tribes yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I just, I have so much to say because I have my own reservations about it. Because and it's mostly because we talked about this on the pod with the the Native American lady that I still feel she conned she conned us, but nah she 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 did something beautiful to us I don't fucking know. Um, I just think of it because again like I see everything as a business transaction. Yeah. So like it's it's like you're well that's your insecurity that's yeah, your hangup that that is my hangup and yeah. that is and dude that is that is my biggest insecurity. That I, I really do see everything as a transaction of like, I'm going to give you this because I'm going to benefit from it from some way. Or you're giving me this because we're both going to benefit from it some way. Well, let me, let me ask you something because you, you uh, you're kind of a gift giver. I am. So why do you gift give? Is it, is it to receive something in return? No, because I actually believe in doing the right thing just because it's the right thing why to do. is it a right thing though well my idea of right is subjective right me. right but but and because you're saying everything is a transaction so if you are a gift giver is that a transaction for you yeah because it's like i'm showing you like for so for example like say i'm walking down the store and i see whatever i'm yeah. like oh brian would like this yeah. and i fucking buy it and i give it to you it's a transaction in a sense where it's like hey like my sentiment and feelings towards you are being manifested through this material item uh-huh. and I'm giving it to you out of my own well-being because of this relationship that we have. Right. I'm expecting you mm-hmm. to maintain a solid friendship with me. Right. Because... So I don't have to go above and beyond. You don't. The transaction is just like... It, it's okay. just... It's more of an acknowledgement of right. like... Like, hey man, like, thought about you. Here's right. what it is. Okay. Like, it's not like... Now you give me something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's just subjective. Like, what you er, anything technically is considered a transaction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wild. God, dude, we're all fucked. We're putting this on the pod to hopefully <sighs> lure people to watch. <clears throat> like, subscribe, watch, interact. To be honest, yeah. I need I need to get better at fucking being active on the social meds again because like. I just slacked off. It's it's literally just being lazy. It's yeah. it's um I'm honestly This will be an easier way to edit though because we're not going to show anything and uh mm-hmm. No, it's just a talking pod. Just chatting. Yeah. Which is the stream channel that I've been trying to promote myself yeah, on plug Twitch. That. Um I'm trying out this new thing where I'm performing on Twitch live randomly. Uh, yeah, did it want? Oh, speaking of performing, I performed at the I forget the name of the coffee shop in La Mesa. It was open mic, and mm. I, I always I've done open mics in the past, majority poetry driven open mics where the only type of entertainment is poetry. Yeah. I've only been to two to three open mics where it's anything. Comedians, poets, fucking, you want to talk story? Like, yeah. just anything. You yeah. know, like, you got six minutes on stage, do whatever the fuck you want. That was like Neo Soul Tuesdays for me back okay. in the day. So I go to this open mic, and 
angsty fucking music is playing, like people with their guitars. Feelings. Yeah, exactly. Feelings. A lot of minor, a lot of minor, you know, fucking <laughs> chords and notes, and just it, it, it's it's blue. It's yeah. it's very blue. <coughs> oh, it's Kenya. <coughs> Choke the mouse. Shrooms are kicking in. Shrooms are kicking in. <laughs> you boys been to Mexico? Um. All right, so. The, I don't know if I should use. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna use his name. The, uh, the one that held this event together. Mm-hmm. His name's Zane. <clears throat> Billy Zane. I don't know his name. It's a walk off. It's Zane. a walk off. <laughs> um, he is doing his best to keep the crowd engaged. He's cracking jokes. Not, by the way, not the MC. This is a performer. No, the guy that's running the show, the behind the stage person, the one that's that's managing the gotcha. Booth. But he's not the 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 he's, designated MC for exactly. the event. Okay, he's so he should have just been MC. He should have just been right. MC, but he didn't. He got himself an, uh, uh, an aspiring. He, what happened comedian. was he probably got FOMO. He saw <laughs> the MC. He's like, that looks like fun. I want to do that too. Maybe, but it, he, he started sounding more like a heckler. Which made it more frustrating because like, hey, do you want people to come back to your right? It, you know? Yeah. So he is doing his thing. And then before, by the way, there's open mics work that you show up first come, first serve on a list. Yeah. And you go by the list. Yeah. They were bumping. They weren't necessarily bumping. I, I actually it felt like bumping, but they were Going in the order of performance or, or style. style. Right. So they're like, we don't want like 10 poets like just going back to back. Right, you know? right, right. So okay. they're like, yeah. So, so yeah. So they finally call me the mm-hmm. first poet. And before I go on stage, they're like, by the way, guys, we're going to bounce around. So it's not 10 minutes of just poetry and we're just dying here. And I'm just like, <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate yeah. it. Exactly. So I'm like, all right. And in my head, I, I'm i like, hey, Zane, I hope my poetry doesn't you know, bore you. But I didn't say it because I, I want to come back. But yeah, I do my thing, get some crowd reaction. And it was almost like I was like the comic relief. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the pod, in the pod before because all this angst, all this like feelings. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just coming in saying obscenities. It felt good, but it brought back feel. Cause I haven't performed in such a long time that it brought back like performance anxiety, right? Heartbeats, uh, sweaty palms, everything. I was shaking. This was at public square, public square. Yes. Public square. That's the name of the cafe. And that I did my thing where as soon as I performed, I just left. And oh, I didn't yeah. stick around for the rest of the show. I didn't see anyone else. And I don't know, dude. Like, now that thinking back at it, I feel kind of like an asshole. The thing is, dude. So is, I, was, I was too much in my head in the moment. But yeah, but check this out, man. A lot of those people. It's they're just trying fr- to be heard. It's a front, though. Yeah. They do that to hang around, to network, and for to hear the false reciprocation of like, oh, yeah, you killed it too, man. You did what you did is no different than what all these Instagram people do anyway. They post and they don't go down the time. They just post and oh, yeah. and then they close the app and like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. 
I kind of like that, but I also have my insecurities about it because I think I, if you're friends with them, for sure support. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. But know But if any, you're not really yeah, friends with them, like I mean, schmucks. yeah, you, you. I mean, you could be nice. There's nothing wrong with being nice yeah. and hanging around. But if like, if you would rather spend your time doing something else, then spend your time doing something mm. else. Yeah. You don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything, right? No, they don't. Yeah. I don't. <sighs> but waiting. So that's gonna be every. Wednesday, every second and fourth Wednesday at Public Square. I don't know if I'm making my routine thing. I'll try to make it out for Wednesdays but, are usually fairly easy. I could probably make it out for sure. Yeah. But I was gonna say is cause Let's like, do let's do what we did in London. Yeah. That'd let's be great. Back you up. That'd be great. Um I know that the the one that I used to do constantly is back up again, like in live in person, is the one that used to be in Logan but is now Somewhere else in Logan, I think. <laughs> Still in Logan. Yeah. Yeah, because they they uh they killed the bo- the Bodega. Oh yeah, they shut that down. Yeah. Yeah. Gen- they were like, it's gentrification. It's inevitable. They're making it too expensive for us to be here. And Diego tried organizing them and failed. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's nobody's fault but theirs, you know? Look, man. All I gotta say is that. I'm going to sound really... Fuck it. We're going to end on a good one. Yeah. All right. Liberals. Right? <laughs> I love you. All right? Okay. You, you, my people. I identify with you guys. But I watch Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> but stop being such pussies, dude. Like, at one point, you need to stop being so fucking lazy. Put the bong down. Unionize. Like, you read on all those communist manifestos. Right. I saw someone reading communist manifesto the other day, actually, at a cafe hilarious yeah exactly yeah and like do something about it like right. fight against the gentrification or not fight against it like work with i don't fucking know but like don't just bitch about it is what i'm saying there's a lot of people just laying back like 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 joe rogan talks about or i forget who like it's like oh like bernie this bernie that we're gonna do this we're gonna change it's like did you vote nah that that's just rigged dude. that it's don't like, work yeah, yeah exactly it's like you gotta do your part all right yeah. don't just bitch about it do your part it's hard though. That's why they don't do it. It's hard because you have to do it every day. Legitimately, like, do you remember the post I, I said about after uh, the Biden election, Biden and Trump election mm-hmm. last year? I'll read it because it's funny. Because I'm a fucking hypocrite. Because I, I didn't fucking follow through. Um, where is it at? It's uh, it's the Tim Dillon thing. It's Tim Dillon on um, on two bears. And I said, Tim Dillon nails it. The past four years, a mirror was held right up to our faces. Many chose to ignore their reflection. A global pandemic then hit and folk, excuse me, and forced us to look at ourselves as a nation. For the first time in a long time, we finally saw our flaws. The flaws that other nations around the globe have been trying to point out to us, only to fall on deaf ears. So vote or don't. Either way, a little positive action should be taken every day. Enough swinging for the fences and throwing Hail Marys like we do every four years. A sculpture is made by chipping away. Until we make that choice, we'll continue to get what we deserve. And the fact of the matter is that you do have to do a little bit of that every day. And so we but, just get we just get caught up with our fucking mundane lives and we just yeah, but, we swing for the fences. Because of social media and because people are so aware of how other people put in their work for the causes out there, 
they feel like they're not doing enough, blah, 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 whatever. You have to realize where you are in life and what you can and cannot do. So, for example, the Black Lives Matter protest that was happening during the pandemic with George Floyd and everything, people were putting black tiles on their Instagrams and marching the streets. Yeah. I got a job. I got bills to pay. I'm Don't not gonna block be, the freeway. I'm not gonna yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. not gonna be blocking blocking the freeway or, or marching on the streets. But I am supporting the cause, and my way of supporting the cause is through donations of charity of right. sorts, and that like that's literally like. But to them, it's not enough. Fuck what? Fuck if it's not but enough. But problem. I know I'm I'm feeling good about myself doing my part. Yeah, but they don't feel good because it's not enough. So so no, that, fuck them. I know, but that that therein lies the problem. Is that so? Where do you draw the line? Is of like, well, what is good enough? Is this good enough? Because it's subjective this, to everyone. I know, but that's what I'm saying. If you guys can't agree on that, then what now? Because like I said, if what you're doing is not good enough and good enough to them means going out and, and foregoing your job and all that, then you lose all this. See that. And that's what I'm getting so it's at. A, it's with, a catch 22. And again, liberals. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you a little story. <clears throat> I used to work in politics because I thought that I could make a difference in my community. I realized that it's very fucking hard. Yeah, you can. It's very, very fucking hard. So I was like, okay, I'll take on the hands-on approach and help out my community in becoming a social worker. Yeah. I became a social worker and was hands-on with the community, doing my part, taking that fucking struggle home every day and everything. And to be honest, I liked it. Mm -hmm. But... I ended up having to get a part-time job just to make ends meet because being a social worker wasn't fucking like... Paying the bills. Paying the bills. Right. And look at me now, bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I realized that one, being a business owner now is a lot easier, but... I can Find yourself listening to old Rush Limbaugh tapes as well. No, no, no. (laughs) I can still help the causes and, and... do all those beautiful things that I wanted to do in the past just through a different avenue. Instead of being the boots on the ground like a fucking schmuck in college, yeah. I can just Oprah Winfrey it and sign a check or something, you know? Like, yeah. and I'm still helping the cause. I don't give a fuck if they think that it's not the same. I'm still helping. Right. So again, fuck them. Okay. I'm with them, but fuck them. Like, I love you and I hate you at the same time. Yeah. It's like family. You hate them, but fuck it. They're there with Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. and then they bring a good pie. So fuck <laughs> it. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> yeah, we could we could clip that for the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna. I'm gonna splice that up just right. But I want you to play the American. I'm, I'm just gonna have it like liberals. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> but play, play the Star Spangled Banner in the background. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Those those were nice uh, final thoughts. And I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. Mm. We uh, we went all over the place here. But on that note, to death. Anxiety and the flag. <laughs> Rock flag and eagle. Rock flag and eagle. Yeah. Right, yeah. To killing death and anxiety, or at least learning how to manage it better. Yeah. We go. Peace.